It's September 23rd, 2020. Welcome to the new reality edition of Bite Marks Cafe, where we serve you the first bite of today's science, technology, and innovation. I'm Bert Lum. First up, uh, we'll talk to Sanford Ching. He's a director over at AFSIA, and we, uh, he is here to tell us about the AFSIA STEM grants. And then we'll be joined by Alec Wagner, Preston Tran, and Joshua Parker to talk about Purple Maya, the Box Farm Labs, and the Kipuka Innovation Challenge. And so we'll get into all of that. And um, But first up, I want to welcome Sanford Ching, who, again, FCA, and, and I'll leave it to uh, Sanford to explain what FCA is, but uh, yeah. FCA has a STEM grant program. And, of course, uh, Sanford, welcome to Bite Marks Cafe. Thank you, Bert. Thank you for the opportunity to uh, promote our actually three new STEM grants. So first, uh, before AFCIA, before you yeah yeah before you get into the STEM grants, yes. uh, say what the what the acronym FCA is. Very good. FCA stands for Armed Forces Communications and Electronics Association. We're a nonprofit established in 1946. Uh, so I'll just say FCA. You don't have to remember the whole. Yeah, title. no, no, that's good. That's good. And and you know, I've I've gone to FCA conferences and. You know, it's a it's a great um, event that showcases um, you know the the sort of technologies that are going on. But I you know what what I didn't realize was that uh, they they have the STEM grant program. So so yeah, tell us a little bit about that. Yes, uh, we've had uh, scholarships that we've been giving out for years, but uh, this is the first time we are doing grants and it's STEM grants. Anyway, uh, we, we do have these uh, conferences, as, as you referred to, uh, at the Hilton Hawaiian Village. It's a two-and-a-half-day affair, and we attract uh, 2,500 to 3,000 people, and about 125 vendors attend. Mm-hmm. And the money we, we make during these conferences uh, goes toward our scholarships and grants. So right off the bat, I'd like to mention our uh, website, but that's really important to get information on our uh, grants. And it is HTTPS colon slash slash www.afcaahawaii.org slash education dash program. Okay. So Got it. Anyway, Got it. I, and I'll put that up on our show notes for later on. So, uh-huh. so the STEM yeah, grants. Re- re- repeat again. No, 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 no worries. I, I'll uh, I'll put it up on our show notes for people to actually click uh, click on, so that it's easier for them to uh, uh, do that okay. as opposed to like write down the URL. But so the STEM grants, what are they? What are they uh, apply towards? I mean, is it for for teachers that are doing some STEM projects? Yeah. I mean, who can apply for these grants? Mm-hmm. Yes, um, these STEM grants are well. There's three of them. Uh, the first two are mainly uh, targeted towards teachers in the STEM, who teaches STEM, okay? They, uh, we realize that uh, teachers motivate uh, and can spark the lasting enthusiasm for STEM subjects and provide the foundation for lifelong, fulfilling careers for students. Mm-hmm. So we are dedicated to helping the cost to provide activities or tools for Hawaii students. So these grants are open to all schools, Projects and programs providing support to STEM students and teachers. STEM grant awards can be based on te- uh, will be based on teachers' adv- uh, advisor skills, financial needs, 
potentials uh, to maximize the benefit for the students. That sounds good. So uh, what would be a, a typical kind of STEM project that might get, get some funding? Okay. Uh, we have uh, three, like I said. The first two are name grants, and they're each $5,000 each. And the first one is the uh, Cynthia Pacheco grant, and it's targeted for teachers who teach coding to students in the K through 6th grade. Mm-hmm. She truly believes in learning coding. To, uh, teaching coding to students uh, right. for, to the, so they can be better prepared for future in uh, new technology. The second one is a Ed Rigowitz STEM grant, and it's for teachers who teach STEM subjects in grades K through 8th grade. Okay, so again, uh, this grant should be used to support and provide uh, innovative STEM activities and programs. So in addition, the third grant uh, it's it's offered. We're going to be offering twenty to thirty smaller STEM grants for programs ranging from two hundred to two thousand dollars per grant, and the total amount for these grants is twenty five thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. Okay, so but this this third grant is a little different from the uh, other two uh, because it uh, of course must be used for STEM learning and direct benefit of Hawaii students. But this is uh, covering grades K through 12. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the, and these grants are open to not only teachers, uh, but mentors, coaches, instructors, and not only at schools, but uh, organizations, teams, uh, student groups, or clubs can all apply. So, so okay. Sanford, when there's a deadline, right? I mean, a deadline is not too far away yeah. to apply. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, the, this program uh, is advertising a little late here, but the deadline to submit uh, for applications, your application is October 2nd. Yeah, October so that's 2nd. like next week, I don't know what, next week Friday already. Oh, we can, we can have, yeah, something like that. Yeah, okay, so yeah. Um, I'll, I'll put the, put the um, link up on the show notes. So uh, mm-hmm. it sounds like, okay, and, and the last question I have for you, uh, Sanford, is uh, where's the funding coming from? Oh, the funding is uh, from our conferences that we have annually at the Hilton Wine Village. We occupy the whole sixth floor. Uh, we take all the uh, the three horror uh, ballrooms, uh, and uh, they're filled with uh, vendors. And uh, they pay for the booths there, and that's where we get our money. That's how we make our money. God, sounds good. Sounds good. So... Again, I'll put the show. I put the link up on the show notes, everybody. So if you're interested, if you're uh, a teacher, you have a STEM program, you want to get some funding. This is a great way to to apply for some grants. Uh, Stanford, thanks for joining us. Yes. Thank you for having us. Of course, and uh, we'll take a short break, and then when we return, we'll be joined by Alec Wagner, Preston Tran, and Joshua Parker to talk about native knowledge and innovation. This is Bite Marks Cafe. Support for Bite Marks Cafe comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, which helps Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk shows. Mahalo to contributors Ekahi Health, Ulupono Initiative, and The Hub Coworking Hawaii. Welcome back to Bite Marks Cafe. I'm happy to welcome back to the show Alec Wagner. He's the director of Purple Prize. And, of course, Preston Tran, co-founder of uh, Box Farm Labs, and Joshua Parker, recently, who recently won the Kipuka Innovation Challenge. 
I want to welcome you all to Bite Marks Cafe. Thanks a lot for having us all. Thanks for having us. Great. Thank so, I like you know I'm I'm so used to having you come in the studio, but I'm 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 having to just imagine your face, you know, on the on the phone call, and of course uh, you've been you know you've been one of the sort of champions uh, for. You know, not only Purple Maya, but the Purple Prize, and 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 I've seen it uh, sort of evolve over the years, and it's it's really a great program. And so, Alec, maybe maybe give a little bit of a a framework of you know how these programs have have sort of continued on, and and um, maybe you can share a little bit about some of the challenges in this sort of COVID COVID period that we're in. But more importantly, you know, what are some of the programs that you guys are continuing to to foster, uh, you know, through 2020? Sure. Thanks a lot, Bert. And, you know, of course, we missed you, too. Um, <laughs> but anyways, you know, I think it would help to start by, you know, sharing a little bit about what the Purple Prize is. Uh, and for us, you know, it's really a startup incubator program that's run by the Purple Might Up Foundation. We work with local founders to build technology companies that create positive, necessary impacts in our home communities and our ecosystems. And so we've run that um, almost every year since 2016, with the exception of 2018, and 2020, of course, wasn't the exception. I can talk a little bit more about how we dealt with uh, COVID and, and, and switching to a virtual uh, program this year a little bit later on. Um, but during the Purple Prize this year, uh, we actually ran our first youth innovation challenge, which was called Puka. Um, and that challenge was a partnership with STEMWorks at the Maui Economic Development Board. It was an amazing partnership. We had a chance to empower a bunch of youth and projects uh, that were already working on solutions to solve local challenges and, and we had a chance to work with them, build them up a little bit um, over the course of a few weeks and, and explore, uh, help them to explore their potential with funding opportunities. And so Joshua, who's also on the show, was one of the winners of that Kipuka Innovation Challenge and was able to take home uh, a portion of $2,000. No, that sounds great. And, and we'll get to, we'll get to uh, uh, have uh, Joshua share a little bit more about the uh, Hawaiian uh, hydropower. Uh, and, and in terms of um, the, you know, I guess the, I guess what program resulted in in uh, box box farm uh, coming to fruition? Sure. Well, um, box farm labs came into the purple prize this year mm-hmm. uh, through our open call for applications. And, and Preston, who's on the show, and I have known each other for a little while. Uh, they've been working on box farm labs for uh, a couple of years, and uh, have been doing really awesome work in starting that company and beginning to uh, build some traction and some. In- indications that Box Farm Labs could be uh, an interesting business opportunity. And, of course, with the Purple Prize, we're trying to, um, you know, build these, uh, uh, build these technology companies, these technology-driven companies that create significant impacts in our community. This one would help a lot with food security, would help a lot with people being able to sustainably grow food in their homes um, and at a low cost. And so we thought this was, a, you know, a need in the community. Uh, it would be better if this company existed, and we wanted to work with Preston and them uh, to uh, to build up Box Farm Labs, so he came into that program. We've had the pleasure of working with him for about the last six months. Yeah, that's great. That's great. So that's a that's a great sort of uh, segue into giving uh, giving Preston a chance to talk a little bit about Box Farm Labs. So 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 Preston, tell us a little bit about it. And uh, so this was happening kind of uh, pre-COVID, right? And 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 the idea was already formulated. You guys are going through uh, Purple Prize, and and uh, tell us tell us about the uh, the company. Uh, so the company, um, you know, our vision is really to address uh, food safety and security, uh, especially in Hawaii. You know, knowing 
you know, our food supplies are anywhere from a week to a couple weeks from a food supply here in the islands. We really wanted to address that. Um, and, you know, here in Hawaii, we've experienced, you know, food safety and security issues, you know, things like bugs and pests that the farmers run into, um, and just things like, you know, rat lungworm disease that's going around. So, it, you know, our vision is to really give um, consumers really that peace of mind uh, with their own uh, food source. So... Box Farm Labs, I mean, did they, did you folks uh, get into like a, sort of a high yield production phase yet? Or, I mean, what, what phase is the company at this stage of the game? Uh, so, so currently uh, we're developing systems for the home user. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, these systems, um, you know, a really big thing we see this product being installed is, you know, new luxury high rises. Uh, new property developments, restaurants, cafeterias, um, just any places where it can fit. You know, here in Hawaii, there's about 160,000 condominium units out of 311,000 households. And most of these folks uh, that live in condos, they don't have access to yard space to grow their own food. So, you know, we really think that our systems can really help expand the modern trend of urban gardening here. And Hawaii is the perfect place for that. So can you describe uh, kind of visually... What is it that Box Farm Labs uh, provides? I mean, I can sort of imagine. I look at the I looked at the website, so I you know I kind of know that it's it's like uh, doing some farming out of out of uh, you know kind of containers, right? So, but maybe, I think you probably have a better better a way of of uh, articulating what it is that Bar- Box Farm Labs actually provides. Uh, yes, definitely. So you know, our system provides. A, a shelf growing uh, system. Mm-hmm. So it can be mounted onto your wall, any existing wall structure. Um, and we designed our system so that it's modular. It's very easy to customize and it can fit in anywhere as, you know, as small as one foot wide. And it can also be expanded to about three feet wide. Um, you know, the, the product is designed uh, to be easily maintained. So, you know, anyone who's ever dealt with hydroponics before knows you know, how hard it is to, uh, you know, really keep the system clean. So we really uh, took that to heart and designed the system so that, you know, it's, it's dishwasher friendly. Uh, you can disassemble it and you can assemble it very easily too. Uh, it doesn't require a lot of tools and, you know, basically kids can, you know, help you install it. Mm-hmm. And and where would you uh, suggest that this best be placed if it were in a condominium? Is Would it be, would it need, you know, uh, some sort of... Uh, you know, lighting, or is it better uh, sort of outside? So yeah, that's a great question. Uh, the system is designed to be uh, for indoor and outdoor use. Um, for indoor use, we have mounting uh, points on our system that you can mount uh, LED lights um, or just any grow light that mm-hmm. you choose. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you had space outside, then uh, you can mount it in, you know, wall areas on your lanai or outside on the side of your house. And I, I, you know, I would take that uh, if it's outside, of course, it has to deal with some of the uh, element, uh, whether it be wind or, or what have you. Uh, I'm curious, what would be your suggestion in terms of good plants to grow that would, would provide, you know, some uh, hardiness, but still, you know, be very useful for, you know, for your, let's say, your salad? Uh, definitely. So any, you know, most of the leafy green lettuce, uh, leafy green vegetables, lettuce, kale, arugula, spinach. Uh, you can also grow herbs in it, basil, mint, um, rosemary, thyme. Uh, mm-hmm. So right now the system is able to grow, uh, you know, most leafy green vegetables. 
And, you know, the average household spends about $300 on fresh vegetables. So, you know, with our system of 12 plants, you can bring about $300 worth of value uh, per year. We're using lettuce at $3 a head as an example, which is generous uh, compared to the prices you see in store for premium hydroponic lettuce, which can run up to $5 a head. You know, I like to compare the impact of our system to uh, the impact of solar panels installed on rooftops. You know, your average roof uh, solar panel system saves you about $1,500 annually. The average amount spent on electricity is 1400 So, you know, just like our system, the amount of value that it really creates uh, offsets how much you will spend per year. No, that's that's great. And and we'll get into a little bit about, uh, you know, sort of where you're at and, and uh, you know, what is it that you, you are um, able to do at this stage and, and, and how would you envision sort of growing and scaling. But I do want to give Joshua a chance to talk a little bit about Hawaiian hydropower. I, I got a chance to uh, uh, watch your video Joshua, I was I was quite um, quite amused by your uh, <laughs> the segment where you sort of disappeared and all of a sudden you kind of popped back up <laughs> and started to talk about you know Hawaiian hydropower. I thought that was pretty cool. It it definitely caught my attention. So tell us about uh, Hawaiian hydropower. I think it's pretty cool. Thank you for that, Bert. Um, so Hawaiian hydropower actually originated as a science project where I researched the application of hydropower in traditional Hawaiian fish ponds on Lokoi up. So I'll develop cost-effective, eco-friendly hydropower generators and sensors. And at one of the science fairs that I was presenting at, um, I was fortunate enough to, met, to meet Alec Wagner, and he introduced me to um, Purple Mita Foundation and all the programs that it has. And that led me and encouraged me to um, enter into the Kipuka Innovation Challenge. And, um, taught me a lot about starting a company and the pitch, how to create that video that you watched. And that's where Hawaiian Hydropower is at right now. No, that's cool. And and so the basis for um, Hawaiian Hydropower, why don't you tell us a little bit about how uh, it actually generates power? Because I think that was a very novel novel idea. So um, locally, uh, or Hawaiian Fish Ponds, is essentially this open body of water enclosed by this long rock wall. And um, in this rock wall, there's little openings called makaha. And um, that was invented by Native Hawaiians as a way to trap fish inside of the fish ponds and to allow water to flow in and out. Um, but I'm trying to um, use that, use the makaha as, as, a, as a form of energy and uh, using all of the water current that flows in and out of these makaha to convert it into electricity. No, that's a that's a great idea, and I I, uh, I I love the idea of how you've kind of created different scales of of these um, hydropower units to to leverage you know the different sizes I guess potentially for uh, the you know I guess wherever you locate them. So you have you showed two versions. You have a, a, a one called Manini, which it sort of sounds like it's a small one, right? And then there's another one called Lolo, and I kind of want to ask you, like, how did you come up with the name Lolo? Because uh, I would have, I would have thought maybe that somehow was a not too bright <laughs> uh, uh, version of your your equipment. But obviously, there must be a, a, a hidden meaning there that that I that escapes me. Right. So um, I I currently have three products. Um, the first one is Manini, like you mentioned. It's a single hydropower generator. And Manini in Hawaiian means small, so it's fitting for the smallest product that I have. Um, the second product is called Nunui, which is a bigger hydropower generator. Um, it has eight 
hydropower generators on a PVC frame, and that can harness upwards of 90 watts of electricity. And Lolo is our third product. So this is our um, sensor. It can measure water flow, water depth, um, water velocity, and it can calculate the efficiency of the hydropower generator in real time. And Lolo means brain in Hawaiian, so it's essentially the brain of um, all of my products. So that, that's why I named my products the way I did. Okay, good, good. I, I'm, I'm glad you explained that because <laughs> I'm used to another definition of Lolo. Uh, you know, I do want to I, I do want to ask you both about uh, uh, some of the things that um, you see having benefited from the the Purple Maya experience. So we want to hold that thought. We'll be right back at this short break to continue our conversation with Alec Wagner, Preston Tran, and Joshua Parker about innovation, technology, and native knowledge. This is Bite Marks Cafe. Support for Bite Marks Cafe comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, which helps Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk shows. Mahalo to contributors the Kahala Hotel and Resort and PCAT, Pacific Center for Advanced Technology Training. Welcome back. This is Bite Marks Cafe. I'm Bert Lum. And if you're just joining us, we're talking to Alec Wagner. He's the director of Purple Prize and Purple Maya. And, of course, uh, Preston Tran, co-founder of Box Farm Labs and Joshua Parker, who recently won uh, the Kipuka Innovation Challenge with Hawaiian Hydropower. And, of course, we're talking about catalyzing innovation, which is grounded in native knowledge. And right before the break, we were talking about uh, both of the both of the uh, projects that um, both Preston and Joshua came up with. And, and maybe, Preston, tell us, I mean, what is it that uh, you were able to glean from sort of the relationship that you fostered with with uh, Purple, Purple Prize. Definitely. Um, you know, Purple Maya really offered uh, to us a lot of resources, and, and it's really thanks to Alec and his great leadership um, with this initiative. Um, you know, we made a lot of connections uh, with farmers and folks of Hawaiian descent, you know, to really understand the culture of Hawaiian practices and uh, how the proper management of resources using proper tools enables sustainable abundance. So, you know, we really utilize. Um, you know, those resources and, you know, all the information we've gathered. You know, Purple Maya really helped us, uh, you know, organize our business and um, in terms of our marketing and uh, things that we needed to know to really help position us, um, you know, best for the market. And and in terms of uh, going forward, I mean, what do you what do you see, uh, I guess, once now that the program is, is, is over, I mean, how do you continue to foster that relationship? Uh, so, you know, we're definitely going to keep in touch. Um, you know, there's never really a goodbye, I think, with Purple Maya from this point. Mm -hmm. And, you know, everything that they've been able to provide, um, you know, every single connection that we've made have had, you know, connections beyond that. Uh, so at the end of the day, um, you know, they're, they're really a great resource um, in terms of our connection uh, with Hawaii and as well as, you know, helping us in terms of um, business. And Alec, you know, uh, I've heard this from other uh, participants in in Purple Prize that the there 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 is really no goodbye. I mean, it's 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 something that you folks continue to maintain that relationship. Uh, and so, how do you see continuing to help you know provide whatever support to companies like uh, Box Farm Labs? Yeah, well, that's a. I mean, that's a loaded question, I think. I mean, we, we, we do our best to work with all the teams that we've had a chance to work with in the last several years. And we've, we've worked with over 50 companies at this point, which 
Um, but I think that going forward, it's really about just identifying, you know, what we call the or the champion teams and, and over them in some way, mm-hmm. uh, in whatever way that makes the most sense with them. So teams like Preston, teams like the, uh, the ones that we've worked with in 2017, we have a company called Honu, uh, 2019 winners, uh, EK Solutions, some of the others that have been on your show, uh, we continue to try to just provide as many resources as we can uh, uh, in a tailored capacity uh, to help them to um, uh, amplify their businesses, and, you know, sort of solidify their business models, uh, continue to grow. Um, and, and at this point, you know, it's, it's, it's been exciting. We've seen tons of growth from the founders. We've seen their teams grow in their personnel. Uh, and, and we've and we've seen, you know, their revenues and their businesses grow as well. So now I think that we're re- now I think we're reaching into a new phase of uh, what the Purple Prize is, or what the entrepreneurship programs that Purple might, uh, offers is. Um, and we're excited to step into that new phase and continue to work with the founders we have been in the past. That's great. That's great. Now, uh, Joshua, you you are a senior at Kamehameha School. Uh, I, I figure that uh, one of the priorities that you have is graduating. So. Uh, that's going to be top of the list. So, but what do you what do you see in the future for Hawaiian hydropower? Um, that's a great question. Yeah, as of right now, of course, I'm focused on getting into college, graduating. But I definitely want to continue Hawaiian hydropower. I'm eyeing up that Purple Prize 2021. I already know I'm going to enter into that one. Um, from here, I'm just going to reach out to as many. Um, I want to reach out to more organizations to partner with them. I'm partner, currently partnered with three organizations, Waikulu Loko and Um I want to reach out to more nonprofits that I can try to incorporate my Hawaiian hydropower technology at their locations. Um, yeah, I guess I guess that's currently what I want to do, but I definitely, the top of my list is getting into that Purple Prize 2021. Well, don't worry. I, I'll, I'll vote for you. So I'll, I'll put in a good word with Alec. <laughs> thank you, hey, thank so, you. So Alec, Alec, you know, in the last uh, you know minute or so, tell us, uh, you got well, you know, you got a couple of great uh, teams here, got great companies, and I see a, a, a really bright future for both of them. Uh, you have a couple of projects or a couple of uh, events coming up. Uh, maybe maybe share a little bit about what's going on. Yeah, we've got you know our one big event, uh, the one that really matters for the Purple Prize. Uh, uh, coming up next weekend or, or this weekend uh, on the 26th, Saturday. And that's called Kilo Hoku. It's the demo day uh, or demonstration day for the Purple Prize. Um, this is the place where all the teams, um, their, uh, their pitches are shown. The teams are uh, pitching a panel of judges ultimately uh, to win uh, the Purple Prize or, or, or portions of that award. Um, and so that's coming up, like I said, this Saturday on September 26th. Uh, it's going to be virtual in a platform called Hopin that we're really excited to use and experiment with. Um, awesome attendance so far. We've got about 150 RSVPs. We have a People's Choice app that has uh, so far a lot of people uh, entering into their votes. Um, and, 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 yeah, that's happening all on this Saturday from 10 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. So, so uh, um, Alec, uh, what's the URL people can go and, and, and check this out? Yep, you can learn more about the program, teams, RSVPD events, all at purpleprize.com. Very good. I'll put that up on our show notes for later on. Alec Wagner, he's a director over at Purple Prize, Preston Tran, co-founder of Box Farm Labs, and Joshua Parker, who recently won the Kipuka Innovation Challenge with Hawaiian Hydropower. I want to thank you all for joining us today. 
Thanks a lot, Bert. And of course, thank you for listening to Bite Marsh Cafe. Join us next week when we will talk about innovation, the Innovation Interns Program. If you miss any part of this edition, you can find a podcast of tonight's show on bitemarkscafe.org. And if you have any comments or suggestions, feel free to email me at bitemarks at gmail.com. You can also find me on Twitter. I'm at bitemarks. Our engineer is David Chong. You can catch us on HPR One every Wednesday or anytime via the HPR app, iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. You stay safe, stay awesome, and we'll see you next week on another edition of Bite Marks Cafe.